Welcome to PSG Holdings Cultural Connection. My name is Mark Coleman and your host for this series. Firstly, I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we broadcast from today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. In our third episode today, we are very excited to be joined by Evolve FM CEO, Amy Castro. Evolve FM is an Indigenous Integrated Facilities Management company owned by PSG Holdings and JLL, a global organisation with an estimated revenue stream of circa $10 billion. Before I introduce Amy, I would like our listeners to know that we believe Amy is the first female CEO of an IFM company in Australia. Amy, welcome to PSG Holdings Podcast Cultural Connection. Thanks, Mark, and um, what an introduction. So I'd also just like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I'm speaking to you from today, which is the Ngunnawal people, and pay my respects to elders past and present. I'm excited to be here and chatting with you. That's great, Amy. Look, Amy, firstly, congratulations on becoming Evolve FM CEO and most likely the first female CEO of an IFM company in Australia. How does that make you feel? What a proud position, Mark. Look, I think it's only coupled with the fact that it is the role as CEO of the Evolve FM business and that gives me more pleasure than I think perhaps it would in any other companies. It's a, it's a really fantastic company to be a part of. Yeah, Amy, I remember when Evolve first started, you were at JLL at the time. You had a deep history in diversity and working for JLL, and it was an honour for you to come over and work in the organisation at the time. But at some point, you made the decision to leave JLL and come over to Evolve full-time. It was a startup, and it was, you know, from someone in your position, it was a pretty good coup for Evolve at the time. What made you go from JLL to Evolve FM? Yeah, look, Mark, I think good coup for me. I think Evolve FM really is a business that allows me to combine two things that I'm really passionate about. And that's a really unique thing to find in the corporate world. You know, I've worked in the corporate world for so long and love property and everything about property and everything about property services and always struggled in the corporate world to find a way that that was meaningful and purposeful. And, you know, when you're working in a large organisation, it's difficult sometimes to try and align your purpose or something that gives back to you as much as you can give it to that organisation. And Evolve really allows me to do that in a way that I feel it'll be more of a legacy that's left and something that creates a bit of a ripple effect in a bigger pond than what I sort of sat in at JLO. Amy, can you tell us a bit about you and your career and how it started? Yeah. So look, most people kind of fall into property a little bit by accident and I don't think I'm any exception. I had a pretty unconventional upbringing. I grew up in Wiradjuri country out in Griffith, New South Wales, and both of my parents were in and out of many different careers. So my dad was a stay-at-home dad. He was an artist. My mum worked in public education and, you know, a real melting pot in Griffith of lots of different ethnic backgrounds and cultural backgrounds. And so I had a bit of a, a different background. I didn't come up through formal education. I didn't go to uni. I, you know, I didn't go to private school. So I grew up in a very different way and in a way that, you know, I don't speak to many people in the corporate world who've had that similar upbringing. And I think that really built and established things for me 
to really help prepare me for a role exactly like this one and just gave me a different perception on opportunities for people. And I really drove for that opportunity myself. I I knew that I wanted more than what was in front of me and I really had to go looking for that. And that's been such a great grounding for helping people come into a business where we're trying to establish similar opportunities, opportunity for people that wouldn't usually have it. Yeah, it's a really exciting place to be. Yeah, Amy, you talk about your background there and it, it just reminds me so much of Troy Ruglis's background, the majority owner of Evolve FM. And it doesn't surprise me that you, you and him have got such a really close relationship and how that's worked over the years. Yeah, I'm very privileged to work with Troy Mark. And and like you say, it's nice to work in an environment where it becomes more of a friendship and more of a partnership. And you know that the purpose for Evolve is one that, you know, it's a very shared vision. And it's a vision that many of the people who are working for Evolve and, and with Evolve are so passionately there for the right reasons. Yeah, exactly. So Amy, Evolve FM is five years old now. It seems like a long time ago we started this journey. Can you tell our listeners how Evolve was formed? Yeah, Mark, so Evolve was formed as a joint venture between our parent companies, PSG Holdings and JLL. And the joint venture was established really to create further opportunity for Indigenous businesses and Indigenous people. So no other venture like ours. We're the first Indigenous, majority-owned Indigenous facilities management company in Australia. And that's given us the privilege of really being able to look at opportunity and how is that opportunity passed out into the broader Indigenous community, whether that's in, you know, Indigenous employment, whether it's our engagement with Indigenous business. And that's really, really hugely grown over the years, even down to the way that we share cultural learning within the organisation. It really is the heart and soul of the business. Yeah, the business itself, Amy, in the initial days looked like it was never going to get off the ground due to a change in government tactics around IFM. So Department of Finance formed what we call now WAWAG, which is a whole of government approach to FM. What was your feelings back then, Amy, and how did we actually become part of that WAWAG contract? I think we all thought at that time there was a very remote chance that we would be able to really grasp an opportunity and really get our foot in the door, so to speak. So, you know, such a welcome surprise when we were awarded one of the whole of approach to government packages and such a unique opportunity for us to grab a hold of that package and create opportunity and further downstream opportunity. So Evolve has very much always been a business about you know, we talk about getting the foot in the door and that's something that I've heard Troy say a number of times to me is, you know, this is about how do we actually harness opportunities and work with potential partners like JLL who are, you know, very sophisticated and very adept at putting some of these bids together. How do we harness that for Indigenous business and make sure that Indigenous business can also have those same doors opened for them and that same opportunities created for them? I want to really stick on this point for a minute because sometimes I lay in bed myself and can't really fathom what we've actually achieved over the last five years with Evolve. We took on the big players straight up, the global organisations, Broad Spectrum, Cushman Wakefields, the JLLs of the world, and we managed to pick up a package. And can you just tell us a little bit about that package, Amy, and how many clients are actually involved? Because there is one client in particular that I want to talk about, which is the Department of Health. So we've been looking after their portfolio during one of the toughest times in Australian history where they're front and centre of everything at the moment, Department of Health. 
Absolutely. It's a good synergy for, you know, what we're going through with the pandemic at the moment. But package number four specifically for Evolve, you know, encompassed 23 Commonwealth clients for us. And so it presented the lowest risk opportunity for Department of Finance to engage with a new business. And quite rightly, you say, you know, we were we were new to the market at the time. And it's so interesting looking back five years and thinking it really was only five years ago because so much growth has happened in the business in really such a short period of time. And Engaging with the Commonwealth in the way through package number four really helped give us that impetus. It was such a launching pad for us as a business to grow based on the business that was given with those 23 Commonwealth clients and has enabled us to engage with other businesses outside of that package. So, look, Department of Health is a very significant client for us within that package and has a number of tenancy holdings and property holdings around the country. And, yes, it is very front of centre at the moment. We've had to learn how to play with the big players in an arena where we've got to be very adaptive, we've got to respond very efficiently, very quickly. Our service levels have got to match those of others who've been in this industry for 30, 40, 50 years. And we've had to build a service that can run at levels that those companies are playing at. So we're really proud of those accomplishments. It was a pretty brave step by the federal government to award that contract to evolve. And Amy, I've got really good recollections. And when you and I walked into an empty office space at Marcus Clark, and there was uh, office facilities there for 50 and 60 staff, and we looked at each other and said, we've got to fill this within three months (laughs) to take this contract. Can you just tell our listeners a little bit about that early journey? We've got to get a few more things and a couple of extension cords to the uh, the bench along one wall. It, it felt eerily quiet, but, you know, it was also just such an exciting time. And, you know, as we were looking at the days ahead and looking at the work ahead, I think we, you know, there was just that feeling in the office of this is just, there's something that we're building here that that is going to last well after the two of us and well after any others who have been involved in JLL and well after the team. And, you know, it already had that vibe right from the very first day that this was something really special that was happening. It was something really new that was happening and it was just so exciting to be a part of that. Yeah. So, Amy, how many staff does Evolve actually have now? And and in particular, what's our Indigenous employment looking like now and, and our spend through our portfolio? It's a really interesting statistic. Yeah, look, it's a statistic that we're really excited to talk about at this point in time because it's something that has been built over, you know, the last couple of years. So we're at 62 employees today and of those 62 employees, we just sit above on average 30% Indigenous employment, which is quite significant in the industry in comparison to some of the other rates of Indigenous employment. You know, we're really punching above our weight and doing quite well. In terms of spend with Indigenous businesses on the Worldwide contract itself, we're spending around about 42% of that contract with downstream Indigenous businesses. And so in the last 12 months, you know, that equates to an $11.6 million spend with WOAG alone, you know, on one of our other portfolios, Red Cross, we're much closer to a 62% spend of our pass-through costs on that contract. So, Amy, don't mean to interrupt you there. I just want to go back on that again, like that, those figures. We talk about there's corporations within Australia that are spruiking that they're now aiming for 1.5% spend and 3% employment. Can you just repeat those figures for me one more time? Because they're very unique figures. We're talking very high numbers here that the marketplace and the government needs to know exactly what Evolve has been doing and the confidence they showed in us giving us that contract of what it's actually achieving. 
Yeah, the results are incredible and it, it certainly is through a partnership approach. So, you know, thank you to all of our entities who enable us and give us this opportunity to pass that spend on where it really is needed and where it really has a huge impact. So, you know, look, we, you know, sometimes gloss over the figures and probably don't talk about them enough because they're just so natural to us. It's just a very natural part of every day of what we're doing. So, you know, 42% on the whole of approach to government at $11.6 million and close to 62% in engagement across Red Cross and it shows when we take on a portfolio and really work to the initiatives and the objectives that we want to see when we see those results coming through after a couple of years it's a really really powerful story. Which moves us on to the next question and I want to talk a bit about joint ventures themselves. This particular joint venture PSG Holdings and JLL it wasn't Troy butting up to a very large organization to take advantage of their capability in the marketplace. There was equal investment, and I'm talking equal financial investment from both parties. JLL at every turn treated PSG like an equal. They expected us to step up to the plate like they did and Troy did, and the broader PSG team helped that process as well. What sort of advice can you give others around forming joint ventures? Because we're seeing so much black cladding going on in the marketplace. And we believe that Evolve is a perfect example of how to form a joint venture. Yeah, the joint venture for us, Mark, is really one that's created through a joint purpose. And so both parent companies very genuinely have done this to achieve very specific outcomes. And so for me, the joint venture, it's very easy to pick apart genuine joint ventures by looking at the outcomes that are achieved and looking at the initiatives that are being achieved in that business. What do the stats look like? What is the true authentic Indigenous spend? And so I think joint ventures have been really effective in giving a bit of a leg up to Indigenous businesses where otherwise one wouldn't have been. And certainly through the arm's length approach of both of our parent companies, we're able to operate very much as an independent business with a very genuine purpose for that business that's supported by both of those parent companies. You know, there's strong involvement from our Indigenous parent company and that's really important. There's also some things that JLL bring to the table that would have otherwise been very cost prohibitive for Evolve to access as a business. So both of those parent companies slowly stepping away from the table and enabling Evolve to grow and establish and mature on its own really is a very successful joint venture story. I agree totally, Amy. We see the both joint venture partners in the very early days put a significant amount of their own cash investment in there. And JLL have always treated PSG Holdings as an equal. Although we're a we're a smallish company compared to the, their revenue, and there's been Really good synergy between Geordie Martin and Troy Ruglis. Um, Geordie, who's the CEO of JLL, they've formed a great friendship as well. And then we've got Adrian Ravi and Chris Hunt on the board along with Troy. And we see that as a joint venture, if you look at joint ventures around the country, that may be a little bit suspect, but this has got its own board. It's got its own CEO. It's had investment from both organisations. And when you look at the definition of joint ventures, this is what it should look like. Absolutely. I think, you know, good point, Mark. It's not an add-on. It's not a plug-on. It's not, you know, a separate department that's just plugged into, you know, the beast who actually does the work and is is taking on the brunt of the workload. We're very much operating as an independent business with all of the things that you've just talked about, you know, an independent board, independent leadership, strong involvement from Indigenous community. And that's been really important in the success of the business itself. Yeah, well, the joint venture itself, I remember when it first started, it needed approval from the global organisation of JLL, which come out of San Francisco, I think it might have been, or California, Amy, I'm not too sure. 
over the last five years, it's just become more mature, setting an example for others to follow. Look, tell us some of the, the awards that Evolve has won over the last few years. Quite early on in the piece, actually, we won two Supply Nation awards and they were really, really dear to our heart. You know, we had one of the Supply Nation awards and then there's the Supply Nation award for outstanding achievement that comes from all of the finalists. It was such an unexpected award to win in that year and it was as we had first taken on WOAG and so really affirmed the acknowledgement and the achievements that we had already had in the business within such a short period of time. And it just gave us that momentum and showed us what was possible and what could be achieved and gave us, you know, that little extra fuel to kind of keep going with where we wanted to get to. So as the years have kind of gone by, we, you know, more recently have been acknowledged as finalists in the Property Council, the National Property Council Awards for Diversity, and more recently the Australian HR Institute Awards for Diversity again for Indigenous employment and the Indigenous outcomes that the business is actually seeing. The success we've evolved, it comes from our clients as well. We've got some really great clients that have supported us in the initial setup and early stages of Evolve. Can you, you know, mention a few of those clients and, and tell us you know, how important they've been to your, your success and Evolve as a business? Yeah, you're right, Mark. Look, our clients are absolutely instrumental to any of the successes that we've just mentioned and talked about. So it wouldn't be possible without them. You know, they give us the trust they give us the respect, they enable us to work with them in the very early days and start talking to them about businesses that they may never have heard of before, you know, businesses who also are new to operating in this space or some businesses, in fact, who have operated in this space for a very long time but haven't been able to grasp any of these Commonwealth opportunities. And so, you know, they work with us with a lot of trust and a lot of faith. And as we work through the process and we start to bring on some new contractors, we start to talk about some different processes we start to talk about ways of working that they may not have considered before that are far more engaging or, or they provide opportunity for Indigenous business to engage with us. And so really a big thanks to them. You know, we talk about the spends that we have with some of these Indigenous outcomes and really they are enabled by the clients. You are convincing the clients to spend their money with Indigenous businesses and, you know, the fact that we're able to hold service levels that punch with other corporates at this level is just testament to the services that a lot of those businesses provide and testament to the opportunities that the clients are providing to them. What's your proudest moment? Obviously, you've been with Evolve for five years, but as a CEO, other than that significant milestone for yourself, what's your proudest moment in the business? Oh, gosh, look, I'd like to tell you that it was some groundbreaking, you know, monumental light bulb moment, but it really wasn't. I think some of my proudest moments have been sending one of our Indigenous employees up to participate in a basketball competition that she otherwise wouldn't have been able to get to, walking in the door and just seeing the collaboration with the team and listening to the buzz and the hum every day going in and looking at the opportunities and the challenges that we sort of face, that we're facing together. You know, honestly, they are my my absolute proudest moments. I'm really proud of the team and what they've achieved and what they've accomplished. And it's all those little everyday things. I've been to the office when you've had all the staff bring in different foods from all the different cultures. Although we're an Indigenous business, you know, we're very passionate about connecting all cultures. And the other cultures within Evolve are so 
excited to learn the Indigenous culture. It, it's it's an amazing feeling to watch. Yeah, so much diversity in our office. And I think it's just a space where there's a lot of respect, there's a lot of trust, there's a lot of sharing, not only the Indigenous cultures, but the other cultures, as you've mentioned, you know, Indian, Chinese, Sri Lankan, Indonesian. Yeah, we all come together and share stories and, and respect each other as human beings. And it really is just such a lovely environment to work. A lot of other organisations are going to be listening to this podcast and they're going to be asking themselves the question, how do they achieve 60% engagement and how do they achieve 30% employment? And is there any specific trick to doing it or is it just a natural, it's a very interesting question because a lot of people don't know how to do it. My honest answer to that, Mark, is there's no tricks. There's no perfect guidebook. I think it's something that we just do so naturally. We've set those targets. We've set those objectives. You know, our our clients have come on board and, and really grabbed our hands as a partner and said, let's do this together. And I think sometimes we can talk about it too long and hard and create lots of different processes and policies. And it really comes back to just having that genuine desire and that genuine passion for here's something that I think we can do. And yeah, take the small steps, work with your clients, come and talk to us. Happy to have a chat with anybody about what we've done and how we've done it. And um, there's always learnings for us from other businesses as well. So we love sharing stories. It's a favourite pastime of Indigenous people with storytelling around a campfire. So there should be no difference in our business. Amy, where to for Evolve now? Like obviously, we've had some, a significant contract in place. We've won some other some other contracts with Red Cross nationally. Where do you see Evolve in five years' time? And obviously we're hoping that you're still at the helm there, but you're young yourself and I'm sure there's going to be plenty of people knocking on your door giving you more opportunities. Look, I'm not going anywhere. I'm so excited about where this business is going. You know, in the next couple of years, the future is honestly so bright for us and we're not done yet. We want to expand our initiatives and our objectives to, you know, if we can grow to 100 and maintain our 30% Indigenous employment, you know, that can impact so many more lives. If we can pick up more contracts and new contracts and partner with new clients, there's so much further impact that we can have within Indigenous business and, and within the Indigenous communities. So, so that's so exciting for us and really keeps me attached to the business and wanting to go in every day and age a little bit more, although you very kindly said I still still look quite young. So um, look, we're excited about working with more corporates who might have a reconciliation action plan and they've set these targets and they've written down their objectives. But like you've said, they're just not sure what are the steps to take in order to get there. And, you know, we can help them with that. We can talk to them about here's where we've started. We can show you a success story and we can show you how well this can be done. So come and chat to us and talk to us about how we can partner together to achieve those objectives with you. Yeah. One of the interesting things, when we first partnered with JLL and they'll be the first to admit it, their Indigenous engagement wasn't very strong. But after five years of being in partner with PSG Holdings, they're now kicking some enormous goals themselves internally with their own Indigenous engagement, even to the point where they're starting to win some awards for it. We're not saying that Evolve has played a major part in that, but do you think just being engaged with Indigenous people in business actually changes that culture? It really does. It's about you know, the momentum that's built and the awareness. It's really about having those conversations and starting to organically talk about things that you may have not considered before. What were the challenges for Indigenous businesses? How can we do this? And, and you know, more people kind of grab a hold of that, you know, the handle to the bus and get on the bus and go, gosh, there's some great things happening here. How can we be a part of that? How too could we see some of that in our own business? So, you know, some very well-intentioned momentum 
taking us all to the right places. So Amy, just finally, I'm going to give the opportunity to give um, the services a plug for Evolve FM. So could you just tell our listeners what sort of services we provide? Yeah, sure. So integrated facilities management services, Mark, property services. And so we're doing a raft of work with cleaning companies, handyman companies, maintenance companies, grounds companies, electrical companies, your whole raft of integrated facilities management services is a really good question because some people can be quite surprised at the level of engagement from Indigenous businesses in all areas across integrated facilities management and the Indigenous businesses are out there. They're delivering, you know, service at a really exceptional level, a, a level that's, you know, our clients are so happy with and so proud of. So, Yeah. Okay. Well, Amy, look, thank you. It's been a pleasure. We love having you at the helm at Evolve FM. The company couldn't be in better hands. Thank you for joining us on the episode today. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it.